Today is one of those days where I had to wait like an extra 45 minutes to record this podcast because all I had to say was was uh, cuss words and violence. <laughs> I had to let my blood pressure uh, level out a little bit because millions and millions of dollars was given to help families of the victims of the white supremacist terrorist attack in Buffalo and those families, unbeknownst to any of us, those families haven't received a penny of it. Not a single penny. Millions of dollars was given on GoFundMe. And it's being managed by an organization called the National Compassion Fund. And now they're saying a month later that not only can the families not have the money this month, it might be a few more months. It might actually be until December. And it's like, hold on. Why did you raise this money if the families weren't going to get it right away? Because they actually needed this money four weeks ago, three weeks ago, two weeks ago, last week, this week, next week, next month. When the families needed it the most, you're still holding on to it. Let me unpack and explain it. Tell you what you can do. I've got a lot of thoughts about this. This is Sean King, and you are listening to the the, the breakdown. Over the past two weeks in Uvalde, Texas, I have worked directly with families that have been impacted, that have either lost their loved ones or their loved ones were gravely injured. I have worked directly with those families and GoFundMe to make sure that each family that wants to can have their own verified GoFundMe fundraiser, that GoFundMe features it prominently, and I have pushed and you have donated to make sure that each family has at least $100,000 in their account. And I have verified all of those families have already received that money. Families have money in their accounts now to live off of, to take off of work, to be able to support themselves. And our vision is for families to be able to live at least for the next year uh, without having to work if they don't want to. Some families have raised significantly more than that. But every family has raised enough to help get them through these next few weeks and months and if they choose to through the next year. Well, when the white supremacist terrorist attack happened in Buffalo, New York, many people wanted to start help start to help raise funds for those families. And uh, I, I worked directly with several groups who said, listen, I'm right here in Buffalo or I know these families or I'm connected to these families. Let's start fundraisers for these families. But they were discouraged and we're told that there's going to be one fund for all the families and that everything should be funneled through that one fund. And so families that wanted to start funds, many of them in Buffalo decided not to start those funds for themselves. And instead, they also encouraged people to give to this one fund. 
Well, it was started not by a group in Buffalo, not by a group in New York, not even by a group in the northeastern part of America. It was started by a group in Virginia that is not connected to East Buffalo or any of the families. Almost all of their senior staff, according to their website, are white and don't even really understand the economics of the community in East Buffalo and what they've experienced and the struggles they're having right now. And so this outside fund, the National Compassion Fund, which theoretically may sound great, in a lot of ways hijacked the moment and raised millions of dollars, supported and encouraged by the local mayor and many others, say, hey, give to this link. Go to this link and give. Well, here we are now, weeks after the attack in Buffalo, and families had to go back to work. People who lost their loved ones, their mothers, their grandmothers, their, their, their most precious family member, many of them had to go to work the next week. They took a few of their paid days off, and they're, they're back at work. Because the millions of dollars that was donated, it never got to them. And not only did it never get to them, they are saying, and I posted the video on my Instagram page, they're saying that the, they've, they haven't heard from the National Compassion Fund. And they are now being told that not only will they not get the money in May, which came and went, that they won't get it in June, that they probably won't get it this summer that it will be several more months, and it could be as late as December. I'm saying, why did you raise the money if these families weren't going to be able to get it immediately? Like, answer me that question. What is, how valuable are you if in raising the money that people wanted the families to have right away, you're now going to hold on to millions of dollars for months and months when the families actually needed it the most, what good are you actually doing? Tell, tell me that. Like, how much are you actually helping? Because I'm looking at it and I'm seeing the families suffer. And many of these families were already struggling. And then you throw on top of all of that what they're facing and dealing with now. And here's. Here's what I'm here's what I'm really thinking. Many leaders in Buffalo, when this National Compassion Fund hijacked the moment, many leaders in Buffalo told me, Sean, we don't even know these people. We've never heard of them. We don't know where they come from. They, Sean, we don't even know where, where they are or who they are. This group that is saying they are going to raise the funds for us. We don't know them. And many of them raised red flags right there in the moment. And we should have said, hold on, no, stop. This is not your moment. This is, this is not your opportunity to inject yourself into this. Allow the families to start the funds they need, and we will raise the funds that will go directly to the families. And what's wild to me? is for all the heat that I get 
for actually raising funds for families that families actually get off of fundraisers that those families started and only those families have access to. What we really see is white organizations over and over and over again somehow profiteering from the moment, somehow making this about them. Let us do this. And, and here's the thing. I, I went to their website, the National Compassion Fund. As I said, it's a predominantly white, upper-class group of, of privileged white folk that lead this. And they say, hey, we have helped families in many moments of violence and disaster God bless you for that. But this is uniquely different. These were families that needed that money the week of, the next week, and that you have now put them on a delayed timetable of three months, six months, or nine months, or whenever. Whenever you work it all out. That's not good enough. It's not. It's not good enough for the families. And and here's what I know. Never again can we allow outside people in groups hijack a moment like this that ultimately prevents families from getting the desperate support that they need. I, I am, I didn't fully understand. I mean, uh, hindsight is twenty twenty. I wished I had raised more of a fuss in the moment. I, I didn't. I didn't get it. Didn't understand it. Neither did people locally in Buffalo. Even leaders that I saw say, who are these people? I wish all of us would have said, no, full stop. You're not going to be the one raising this money because we don't know you. You are not accountable to us. So no, stop that. Shut that down. This is not your moment or place. That's what should have happened. But none of us understood that they were about to delay this thing for months and months and that families wouldn't even get the support they deserve. Ah, if you go now to my Instagram page, you'll see action steps that you can take. I have the phone number uh, that you can call. I have email addresses that you can email. I have uh, people on Instagram that you can bombard and message. And I want you to take those action steps today. Listen, if you happen to be listening to this on Instagram, today is our last day on Instagram for this podcast. Uh, It's been great. We've been on here now for several years. I think we're the only national podcast posting entire episodes here on Instagram, but we're primarily going to be on Apple Podcasts and Spotify after this. And I need you all to go over there and subscribe now to support us. Also, please go to thenorthstar.com and become a member today. I'll see you back on Monday. Hope you have a good weekend. Please take these action steps with us as well. Take care, everybody. Break it down. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day. We're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist? Retirement Savings, Investment 101. We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. 
What we find is that these conversations are happening, but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone. Mom.